Welcome to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bond. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Bond. Hello and welcome, Empire Builders. I'm your host, Kimberly Bonner. And if you can believe it, this is a third episode of the Business Scale Insights FM AM radio program. And I'm just so excited about it. This is currently a podcast that I'm now sharing with the FM AM radio and online audience. If you are just joining this program for the very first time, Let me tell you, welcome and thank you. If you are an entrepreneur, if you are a small business owner, if you have dreams of becoming an entrepreneur or small business owner, this program is really tailor-made for you. And so I want to make very crystal clear at the beginning of this program and every program going out, literally who I'm talking to and who should really be paying close attention to the words that are coming through the airwaves on this show. This program is all, okay, come close. Come close to your radio, wherever your your home assistant, wherever you are. Don't, don't wreck the car, though. But this show, folks, is all about helping entrepreneurs move from startup to scale up. That's it. That is the mission of this show. And it's also the mission of this website called Business Scale Insights network.com and you actually all of the show's archives are on that website and i encourage you to visit the website it's free it it's chock full of resources we've got videos we've got this show we've got articles we've got uh, events everything you need again to help build this ecosystem to help business owners and entrepreneurs move from startup to scale up and some of you who have rejoining us, I know you're thinking, Kim, you keep saying that, you know, oh, my God, is that the mantra? Well, yeah, it is. OK, it is. Why? Because there are so few resources out there to help small businesses really scale. And this is a big deal. Why? 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 Why, Kim? I keep going back to these statistics and these data sets and those of you who are listeners and you're avid listeners and you're part of the Business Scale Insights tribe, you're going to be able to roll these numbers off your tongue in like a week or so. And these are the numbers that I want to emblazon in your soul, okay? Are you ready? Here we go. 80 to 90% of startups fail. 70% of scale-ups fail. And it shouldn't be that way. 80 to 90% of startups fail. Boom, bada-bing, bada-boom. Done. After five years, gone with the wind, 70% of scale-ups fail. That's why Business Scale Insights exists, to help get rid of those numbers. Those are horrible numbers. In any other profession, in any other domain, if you said 80 to 90% of X failed or 70% of X failed, you'd be like, that sucks. We've got to do better. And I fundamentally believe that we've got to do better because, as I shared in the previous episode, I really believe this. And again, come close to to the radio or your speaker at home because this is kind of radical thinking, but I'm kind of a radical thinker and always have been this way. 
I fundamentally believe that healthy, humane, prosperous businesses give life. Okay? End of story, full stop. They give life to communities. They give life to schools. They give life to families. They give life to even nature, the Everglades. I'm not talking about every business. There are some businesses that are very prosperous and they're inhumane and they're abusive and they're toxic. Raise your hand if you've worked for one. I, <laughs> Okay, I have worked for one. I'm not talking about those. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the kind of businesses that are rare. They're kind of like diamonds, but when they are healthy and humane and prosperous, they are life-giving. And I believe fundamentally one of the main reasons why we don't see more businesses like that. And the reason why they're so rare is because there's not enough information. People don't know there's a better way, right? Um, the old folks used to say that raise, help raise me. If you know better, you do better. But if you don't know better, you don't, you won't do better, right? So if you're ignorant about something and you're just clueless about something, there's no way you're going to actually move forward and do better. So, that's really what this show, kind of like the genesis of this show, why I'm doing it, the real passion and the fire that I have in my business to help people actually scale their business as well. Now, last episode, I said something um, about most of my comrades in the business game. Most, I, let, me, let me back up a little bit. Let me give you a little bit of a, a perspective about me. Um, I cut my teeth as an as an attorney. I graduated from the University of Virginia School of Law. Yay, UVA, a very prestigious law school. Actually went to the University of Virginia as an undergraduate. Yay, UVA. Um, my focus uh, um, in undergraduate school and actually to a certain degree and law school was international affairs uh, and I was on the Virginia Journal of International Law, blah, 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 blah. And when I was at the University of Virginia, there was this huge focus on law and economics. And it's very similar to the University of Chicago. So they're not every law school kind of has a reputation, if, as it were. And that was UVA's reputation. And I'm going someplace with this. When I was in law school, they would say things like, um, you know, they would talk about markets and market correction. And when you deal with folks who have a, a, a strong law and economics bent, it's almost like the market will correct anything. And so there are a lot of people who are in business and in law who really believe that almost like markets never, hardly ever fail. And when they do Governments need to intervene to make slight course corrections. Well, this is my this is what I have to say about that. A lot of my colleagues from that whole school of thinking that the market is always right and the market is gone, they would say these statistics of 80 to 90 percent of startups failing and 70 percent of scale ups failing. They would look at me over a glass of wine at dinner in D.C. or back in Virginia. They say, what? Who cares? Kim? They probably should go out of business. The market is doing its job. That's what the market does. It picks winners and losers. You need to get over it, Kim. Stop the why, why, why. You're a big crybaby. Why are you saying stuff like this? The market always wins. And I, very similar to what I did in law school, which didn't necessarily give me a lot of fans because I tend to be very contrarian, I would say, 
to paraphrase Emma Gonzalez from Stoneman Douglas. I wouldn't say this, but I say it now. I call BS. It's BS because I knew then and I know now after over 20 years in the game as an intellectual property attorney working at one of the biggest law firms in the United States of America, then moving to to the higher ed space and working with innovators and uh, professors and universities trying to really do mass digitization works and peer-to-peer file sharing and all that crazy stuff, crowdsourcing and all that good stuff, open source, blah, 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 blah. And then at the same time, working with franchises that are that were big and small and everything in between. One of the things I've seen over 20 years of experience, so Kimberly didn't just roll off a turnip truck. She's got her credentials. She's seen some things. One of the things that I've noticed is that it doesn't take a rocket science just to figure out that the best top brands in the world, the biggest companies, the companies that have scaled globally, they don't actually always have the best product. (laughs) And I'm putting that mildly. They don't actually have the best talent. And I'm putting that mildly. They don't necessarily have the best service. I'm putting that mildly. Okay. And so this, it's, it's, it's this myth out there that um, all these failures are happening and they should. This whole program, Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner and the Business Scale Insights Network.com and all the other people that are doing great things like Endeavor, it's a nonprofit that's trying to change the scale up ecosystem and change the game. We recognize the World Economic Forum has put out some really good data on this kind of stuff. But there are a lot of people, me included, that are part of a new movement that recognizes those statistics aren't just, we shouldn't just say, oh, well, that's as it should be, Kim. The market is God. The market rules. (laughs) It is decided. And therefore, the survival of the fittest reigns and, and the people that won should necessarily win because they have the best products, the best services or the best whatever. We know that based upon our own personal experiences to not be true. So what then would explain the difference between that great restaurant that you know you've experienced on the corner or that great retail store that has great customer service and great attention to detail and great uh, uh, clothes or, you know, that person who you know is a great inventor and if they had the opportunity, they would be the next Google or the next Apple, et cetera, and so forth. What separates these people from the, the, the organizations and the people that do scale and do grow effectively on an exponential basis and are high impact? I fundamentally believe it's a couple of things. One is mindset. One is, um, you know, definitely having... Uh, the founder of the organization really have scale as a goal, right? So remember what I said, I grew up with a a tribe of folks who are actually teachers. And they used to always say to me, Kim, if you don't know better, you won't do better. So if you're not, if you don't start, if you don't start with the, the end in mind, with how you're going to end something, you're probably not going to get to that destination. When we come back, I'm going to, talk more about scale, scaling up, and what actually high-impact entrepreneurship is. We'll be right back. If you already have a proven business model but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, 
then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. Everyone loves getting the royal treatment. It's a clear understanding of that simple fact that has enabled Royal Maid Service to grow from one location in 1992 to be one of the largest maid services in Florida. Now, Royal Maid Service is actively looking for the right entrepreneurs for franchise opportunities in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Jacksonville, and Bonita. Royal Maid Service was founded by an English couple and operates on the centuries-old tradition of proper English service. If you are a strong entrepreneur looking to provide superior service to discerning clients, Royal Maid Service would like to speak with you. Call 800-577-5947. Again, that's 800-577-5947 to speak with a representative. This advertisement is not an offer to sell a franchise. That offer can only be made through our franchise disclosure document. Okay, folks, and we are back. Business Skill Insights with Kimberly Bonner. We were talking about this horrible statistic of 89, 80 to 90% startups fail, 70% of scale-ups fail, and really the fact that they are failing because, in my humble opinion, people don't begin with the end in mind. They don't really have a clear vision of where they're going, lacking the tools and lacking the resources. Um, if you don't plan something, or if you don't have an idea of what you want, it's going to be real hard to build. I've said this before. If you want to get someplace, you need a map. And so first order of business, we've got to define some things. So you have to get the understanding of where you're going if you want to scale. We talked last week about what is scale, what is a scale up. And what is high-impact entrepreneurship? Again, I'm going to drill this almost every single episode because very few people understand these concepts. And this show is really about increasing public awareness and knowledge. So here we go. Growth and scale. Growth is about addition. Scale is about multiplication. Hear me. Hear me, Empire Builders. It's fine if you want to grow. It's fine if you want to have a local shop and stay there. Growth is a wonderful, venerable goal. It's fine. But don't continue to talk in terms of growth when, in fact, you don't want to grow. You want to scale. Words are important in your planning, and words are important when you're talking and communicating with your team as you're leading them. Growth is about adding resources at the same, time, at the same rate you're adding revenue, right? Scale is about multiplication, you are scaling by adding revenue at an exponential rate while only adding resources incrementally. Okay, that's scale. Scale up is the second term I've been using, and I want this to get really deep into your brain. It was first used as a term in 1945. However, the term scale up and the scale up movement has really gotten a lot of press and a lot of research in the past three to four years. Before that, you really didn't hear about the term scale-up. It's generally defined by researchers as having um, an average annualized return of at least 20% in the 
past three years with at least 10 employees. That's a scale up. Next, okay, hold hold your horses and, I mean, hold on to your hats and get your, your pad and pen. We're talking about high-impact entrepreneurship because all of these concepts kind of meld together in a nice little soup, okay? I talked about it last week. This is a concept that actually has been pioneered by Linda Rottenberg, R-O-T-T-E-N-B-E-R-G. She is the CEO and co-founder of Endeavor. This is a great nonprofit. This is a great resource for those of you who, when I'm talking about scale up and scale and high impact entrepreneurship, you're like, what the what? What are you talking? I've never, okay, that means you got to pump the brakes and do some research. Uh, High impact entrepreneurship is really about entrepreneurs who grow faster, create more jobs, contribute more to society, and transform industries to a greater extent than their peers. So they are really doing something incredible, not just making profit, not just employing people, but they're making kind of, as folks say, a dent in the universe. These are these four concepts, scale, growth, scaling up, and high-impact entrepreneurship, these are important concepts that I want my audience, and you know who you are. You know that tribe. You're either an entrepreneur, a would-be entrepreneur, you've been thinking about it for a while, or you're a small business owner. You're already in the game, and you really and you really want to take it to the next level. So in the next uh, segment, we're going to talk a lot more about what high-impact entrepreneurship is really all about. And I'm going to share with you some insights from the World Economic Forum's report in 2014. This is an incredible public education resource for you guys to check out. And we're going to dig deep into four dimensions of high-impact entrepreneurship after the break. It's a new day for business owners and entrepreneurs as Washington, D.C.-based New Day Consulting Systems is proud to announce their new location in South Florida. To celebrate, you're invited to their launch celebration and franchising 101 seminar on Saturday, July 28th from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Northwest Regional Library in Coral Springs. All registered attendees will be entered to win $1,500 in free consulting services as a thank you to all who've welcomed New Day to the area. Please register at the website, NewDayConsultingSystems.com, and join us on July 28th to celebrate and see how to make every new day a great day for your business. Everyone loves getting the royal treatment. It's a clear understanding of that simple fact that has enabled Royal Maid Service to grow from one location in 1992 to be one of the largest maid services in Florida. Now, Royal Maid Service is actively looking for the right entrepreneurs for franchise opportunities in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Jacksonville, and Bonita. Royal Maid Service was founded by an English couple and operates on the centuries-old tradition of proper English service. If you are a strong entrepreneur looking to provide superior service to discerning clients, Royal Maid Service would like to speak with you. Call 800-577-5947. Again, that's 800-577-5947 to speak with a representative. This advertisement is not an offer to sell a franchise. That offer can only be made through our franchise disclosure document. And we're back. 
Welcome back to Business Skill Insights. I'm your host, Kimberly Bonner, and we were talking about the World Economic Forum's report in 2014 called The Bold Ones, High-Impact Entrepreneurs Who Transform Industries. I highly encourage any entrepreneur or business owner, your mom and pop with a desire to scale up and become high-impact, to really check out this report. It's freely available online. The report was based on a study of 600 businesses, 600 folks, to kind of cull out the traits of high-impact businesses and high-impact enterprises, high-impact entrepreneurs. And they indicate in this report report that the high-impact entrepreneur has mastered a few things. Write this down. The ability to identify opportunities or mismatches in the market with a focus on niches. And as the old folks used to say, riches are truly in the niches, folks. So ask Amazon. They started out focused really on books, and then they expanded elsewhere. Next, um, high-impact entrepreneurs have a personal passion for their business or industry. This isn't just a a, a fleeting kind of interest. High-impact entrepreneurs have the ability to communicate a vision. Communication is key in multiple ways, uh, oral, written, uh, uh, video, not just, you know, communication with your employees and your stakeholders, but my goodness, you've got to be able to communicate with people in the market that you want to tap into. Next, high-impact entrepreneurs um, have an innovative product or business model. This is key. Think of Lyft. Think of Uber. Think of Facebook. And high-impact entrepreneurs um, are businesses that make a positive impact in society beyond pure profits. Now, Uber, Lyft, <laughs> Uber, Lyft, and Facebook, we're, we're, we're still trying to figure that one out uh, uh, in, a, in a big way. But there are other uh, uh, businesses out there, I believe the Kobani, if I'm pronouncing it properly, is really trying to do some great work in giving opportunities for employees to actually um, own the company. And there are other companies like that one. So keeping, keeping uh, the analysis of the WEF report going, the report also looked at four dimensions um, that high-impact businesses operate. One is innovation. High-impact entrepreneurs are critical to the advancement of innovations with consumer benefits. The second is job creation. These entrepreneurs are creating jobs at a rate that far outpaces the national average. Three, wealth creation. High-impact entrepreneurs create significant wealth for successful founders and have a desire to share that wealth creation with early employees. Think of IPOs, okay? And lastly, this societal impact. High-impact entrepreneurs often are making a difference to society beyond their business model or innovation. That societal impact can be positive or negative, as we are seeing with social media and Facebook. But it's hard to argue that Facebook's societal impact has been tremendous. And with the advent of things like artificial intelligence and cryptocurrencies, it's just you can see the next generation or Web 3.0, as a lot of people are calling it, the next generation of mass digitization and digital transformation has the, 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 the ability to really change the way we interact as human beings with our world. So really, this is a wonderful opportunity, even if you are, you know, a mom and pop service uh, organization, look at how you can use technology to scale and learn from these folks who've actually harnessed technology and really put a dent in the universe. 
The other aspect of this report that I want to really leave you with is that this report um, identifies hallmarks of high-impact businesses. And one of the hallmarks of a high-impact business that this World Economic Report highlights is that high-impact entrepreneurial ventures understand business life cycles. Let me repeat. High-impact entrepreneurial ventures understand business life cycles. Those entrepreneurs are acutely aware of what those cycles are. The WEF report framework talks about the life cycle being number one, launch, number two, build, number three, run, and number four, renew and reinvent. These are really critical. Um, The reason why kind of goes back to the, the origins of this conversation that I'm having with you. If you don't have an idea of where you're going, it's going to be very difficult for you to make it to your destination. So the reason why high-impact entrepreneurs have an acute understanding and focus of where they are in the life cycle of their business, they understand that if they're in launch phase, they should be doing this. If they're in building stage, they should be doing this. If they're in run stage, they should be doing this. And in renew and reinvent, they should be doing something else. For next week, we're going to do a deep dive into this WEF report, and we're going to talk about the life cycle and its stages and what you should be doing at every stage of your business. Join us next week. Here's to your success. You have been listening to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. That's businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Bonner with Business Scale Insights.